fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. Alright folks, here we go, Champ and the Chump, Fantasy Dub! This is week one over, week two starting football season is here! Oh, I am 3-0 in fantasy, baby, let's go! 3-0? Three leagues, three wins, Champ, are we going to have to switch names to this potty waddy? We might, dude, your boy went like 5-7, and seven, I think. Oh my god, amateur! Not, not great, but... Not the worst, you know. Week one, we're getting uh, we're getting our feet wet out here. Figured things feet out. Feet wet. I think a lot of teams were getting their feet wet. This is it. We're starting, folks. Week one is in the books. Let's let's recap. I'm I was glued to the television Sunday. Oof. Palms were sweaty. Wine was open. It was a holiday for me. I loved every second of it. Oh, I still love it. I'm still excited for this because we have something to cheer about now. You know, you don't have to. Look at, I mean, granted, I love Red Zone because you don't have to look at the fucking politician uh, commercials every two seconds, so it's perfect. Where does, let's recap, let's, where's, give me something to take away from week one besides football, besides besides the best sport America has to offer. The best news is uh, Russell Wilson is the early favorite for MVP. Yeah, just give it to him now. Like, my guy looked so good last week. He put up uh, 322 yards, four touchdowns, plus 29 rushing yards. DK was a part of that action too, baby. DK was a part of it. He uh, he almost had 100 in a little tutty action. Tyler Lockett caught all of his targets. Uh, he's just, I mean, Russell, he, four incompletions. I No, one of those was a DK Metcalf drop. I remember seeing that, and I'm... Um, so that leaves three incompletions, and I feel like yeah. one or two of those got to be a throwaway. The way that Wilson was throwing, man, he was just on fire. He was carving up that Atlanta defense. He looks good, man. Looks great. I mean, I think he was like one stat line away from being a perfect QBR throughout the. I don't know. I can't do that calculation, but he was amazing. I think this year we've talked about it in the past how how exciting he is watching football. You know, watching him play football. But I think this year with the the maturation process of their wide receiving core and having a bell cow and Chris Carson, who looked, by the way, had him on my fucking bench, looked great. Oh, no. The entire and and Hyde, Hyde looked good too. I think they are going to be a team to beat. Overreaction week one, but they are going to be looking good throughout the entire uh, NFL season, in my opinion. Yeah, that defense looked a little better. I know their front seven didn't, uh, or not their front seven. I guess their linebackers are okay, but their front four, they're. D-line didn't look too hot. But, man, that addition of Jamal Adams was – he looked so good out there. He was – He just, was all oh, over oh the place. Gosh. He was all over. He just couldn't stop. Like, it's he was in the backfield. He was – I mean, he was just I, – I mean, it's looking like a win trade for Seattle right now. Yeah. And let's just can, – can we stay on – this is overreaction uh, – I want to say overreaction Monday, but we're recording this during the Ohio uh, Thursday night football game, which – 
Yeah, it's Ohio. It's Ohio. I'm looking across. Sorry, I'm looking across my screen. Oh, Odell might have scored. Oh, um, I think he's short. He's definitely short. Short as a turd. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the other side of that that uh, coin, though. Seattle looks really good. I'm seeing a very similar stat line, though, for your boy TG. Todd Gurley looked very pedestrian. He did get bailed out with a touchdown, but... They didn't use. They used him what forty three percent of the snaps. I think it was something around there. Do you think they're doing the L A thing to Todd Gurley, or or is he showing something in practice that he can't carry the entire load? I want sixty to seventy percent out of him. I want percentage of snaps. I think he's that talented. Brian Hill's not the guy. And the other people that aren't the guy in the um, Ito Smith and Todd Gurley. I think he's getting disrespected up and down the last three years. What is his deal? What's going on? It's the same old fucking Todd Gurley the last two years. Uh, I think part of it was just they were playing from behind so much. Seattle got he can out catch. To an early lead. I know Gurley, he can run the routes, he can make the catches. But I don't know, there's just that stigma about him that he can't handle that workload, so they just want to handle or turn it back a little bit. But, I mean, it don't make sense to me. I think he's got to be out there a lot more. Um, you know, Ito and Brian Hill each got uh, two and three targets each. And Gurley got five targets, so, I mean, he got the same as them combined. And he got almost all the carries. There's 14 carries for Gurley and only four combined for the other two. So, he, I think yeah. he's getting all most of the running back work. I think just that they were down by so much and they were just playing garbage time at the end, just trying to make the score respectable that he wasn't in there as much. This was a weird, um, I think, fantasy week for everybody, though. I mean, it was hard to tell who was going to go off, who wasn't, like – Julio had a weird game. Um, I mean, he got a soft tissue injury, so that's always he's always on the injury report. I think week one, that's normal, right? Still went for 150 yards, no tutties. Did he get a Did he get a touchdown? No, no that's weird. It's strange how that works. Hey, he still he still puts up 20 points and have PPR. I'm okay with that. Yeah, the Lions lose a fourth quarter. Are they? Uh, what are they? Yeah, they. They lose in the fourth quarter, right? That yep. makes sense. Yeah, I gave it up. I mean, this is typical Lions, you know. That's it's one of the reasons why I love watching the Lions and just They're for. exciting. It's, it's the way they yes. lose is is exciting. They find a new way every time. It's never the same thing. It's always some fun thing happening. This week it was, you know, our rookie running back, DeAndre Swift, dropping the touchdown pass that would have won the game. Well, that, that, that showed you, though, at least for the first quarter, so the first four games of the season – I'm starting AP in my fan. If I had AP, if I drafted him, or if I picked him up off of waivers or whatever, I'm starting him as my running back to flex option for the next quarter of the season. I think his legs look fresh. He was the best offensive player that the Lions had on the field, which is sad. He's damn near 40 years old. Um, that's great. You know, we you know we drafted second round running backs the last two years, and he got swiped up by. Grant, he's a Hall of Famer, but he's 36 years old. Um, not looking good. Lions are saying most SOL. Um, just, you know, as Julio doesn't score touchdowns, Lions lose a fourth quarter lead. That Football is back, folks. Football is back. Yes, sir. You know what else is back is uh, Cam Newton. Let Cam spin. He was, uh, he was running well out there. He had 15 carries, 75 yards, two touchdowns, only 155 passing, but they didn't really need him to throw it. Just playing that the JV or the... Sorry, the uh, Miami Dolphins. But can he throw is the question. Uh, I think he – I mean, he can throw well enough to, to do that. I mean, if he's going to get, I don't know, about 15 carries a week, that seems a bit excessive. I mean, that's on pace for your 240 carries 
throughout the year, which would be top 15 from last year in 2019 in, in uh, all positions. So that might be a little bit too much for Cam to hold up. But, I mean, you can right around, you know, 8 to 10 carries per game. They're going to use them in the red zone. They showed that. They had a lot of design runs, a lot of uh, RPOs, run pass options for him. Yeah. He was out there balling, man. He looked good. He looked good. Um, I'm The only concern is – Will it hold up with the – I mean, they ran him a lot, and he took a lot of, like, a lot of hits. Um, but, again, you he's on that field. He's the biggest guy on that field. It looks – it's crazy to, to, to see that as a quarterback. But he falls forward. He's getting four to five yards every single time. It, it's um, – I think Josh McDaniels is going to – they're drawing up plays right now. They were vibing on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. They're a team that's going to be fun to watch. I mean, they did lose a couple guys off of COVID and just in general in the defense – um, but Belichick does Belichick shit. He'll grab a guy off the street and make him, what what is his name, uh, Butler, get a you know four-year, $40 million cornerback contract, and he just was off the practice squad that year. Like Belichick does what Belichick does. Um, Cam is in there. I think the only person that it does promote um, after week one, Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, though, fumbled. You're on the bench, dude. Sorry, you can't fumble. With Belichick there. Nope. He's looking at you, dude. What are you doing? Not in, not around the end zone either. Hell no. You can't, for fantasy purposes and for Belichick purposes, bro. You fucking up his mojo. Get it. your ass on the pine. Yeah. Nerd. That, uh, that running back situation was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Just a big old committee. Uh, yep. You guys, you know, Sony had 10 carries. James White had five. J.J. Taylor got four carries. Rex Burkhead had seven carries. I mean, those are just four guys just getting random carries. I mean, Cam's the lead running back there at this point. So yeah, I'm, they're they're playing a college high school type of offense when it comes to Cam. You know, the best athlete on the field is is having the ball in his hands all the time. Doesn't matter if he's throwing or running. Yep, I agree. What about that uh, that first game of the week, that Thursday night game? That was uh, some exciting stuff from the Chiefs. They're the Golden State Warriors. Whoever he's throwing it to, they're a four-three burner that can catch, or a Gronk- Gronkowski on steroids and Kelsey, who's I think might come down as being a better tight end when it all said and done. But these guys are freak. And then you got you pick him up, C E H, and Ooh. he looked like a fucking All Pro already. It's his first game, and he he he, he butt fucked him. He looked, he looked good. good. No catches either. Twenty-five carries, one hundred thirty-eight yards in a tutty. But it was different. It was a different. It was a different look. Like when you watched him, he was quicker than everybody. It was insane. Oh, his little jump cuts were nasty, man. And he was not going. He's down tiny. Either. He was not going down. No, either. he packs a fucking punch. I I think I'm taller than him, and it's sad. He I would break in two seconds on that field, and he was manhandling people that were 6'3", running four sixes that were 240, 50 pounds. It's insane to me. He was looking good, man. Another guy in the offense I was kind of excited about was Miko Hardman. He was just nowhere to be found. But that's the thing, though. You got Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, but you got Demarcus Robin or Demarcus Robinson, right? I think that's yeah. his name. Yep. And was getting a lot of touches. Sammy Watkins looked good, which everybody knows he can look good for a couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty- but the thing that we we were concerned about with um, Tyree Kill getting him in the first round, it showed pre- pre- prevalent that he. It, that's a too. It's too good of a team. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Just too much. Too many. Uh, too much talent. Exactly. Too much talent. 
I think you're Amari Cooper over Tyreek Hill. You get Amari Cooper in the third or fourth. Paid dividends in this showing in the first week anyways. That's a great play. Good job, Kamish. Um, <laughs> but that's the risk-reward next week when they play um, Chargers, which has a good defense. But you never know. Hill might go off for 30 points. Yeah. And then uh, on the other side of the AFC, the other team that you know they're basically competing with, the Ravens, they picked up right where they uh, left off in the regular season, not necessarily the playoffs. But, I mean, Lamar still looks good. Mark Andrews balled out. Hollywood Brown Which is surprising. Fresh. They look good. They look really good. J.K. Dobbins look good. He's a great addition. That's going to be a headache, though, man. That backfield is like, I feel, you know, it's kind of like it's not New England's backfield because I think they're they're better. They're more talented. They get them involved a little bit more. But, man, uh, you know, Dobbins had, what, seven carries. Ingram had six. I think Gus Edwards got in there. And I think it's even different than Kamara and Mark Ingram when they were at New Orleans together because you knew who was going to get the passes and you knew who was going to get the runs, most likely. You know, now you don't know. You don't know the Ravens. They're they're very they're a lot similar. Like Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins are very similar. Mark Ingram and Elvin Kamara are not that similar. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. They're no. And Dobbins got the two touchdowns, so he was the better play. Mark Ingram only had twenty nine yards. So I mean, he's basically a bust. We've won. Well, yeah, I mean that. I think Rome, Greg Roman, the OC, came out today or yesterday and said that it's going to be a week to week thing. You know, it's not going to be one guy's getting 15 carries and one guy's a passing back, like you were saying. It's it's all over the place. It's a smart. I mean, it's a smart uh, play, but it's, it kills you in fantasy. Yep. That like mm-hmm. it's just stay away. Speaking of running back by committee, must start looked great. I mean, that crowded backfield got got a little bit un- less crowded with the way he played. And it happened to have uh, my uh, Tevin had the little lung issue with the the yeah, air quality the sickle cell trade or whatever he's got. So yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. I think that's probably why he didn't play that much. I mean, he only got four carries. They're, yeah, they they weren't even going to play him. So just that he was on the field, I guess you you should have benched him anyways, which I think most people did. But Raheem looked fucking good. Still, he looked like a stud. That the blocking scheme looks great. Uh, Jimmy G is not a fantasy quarterback, so just keep him on the waiver wire. Don't even have to pick him up. Got some juicy matchups, though. He's a little streamer. I mean, Brandon Ayuk is coming back, practicing this week. We'll see about George Kittle, though. He picked up a knee sprain. Uh, It looked worse than it was, though. I thought right away he's he's done for the season. But that dude, I don't think, even if he did tear his ACL, I I texted somebody. They're like, is is he okay? Like, you think he's going to – I'm like, Dude, he's like part of the WWE. Like, it'll just come. It's like Undertaker. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that dude's a freak. Yeah, he's a weirdo. It'll be like, uh, who did that? Philip Rivers, I think. Your boy played a yeah. playoff game with the torn ACL. I feel like that'd be George Kittle out there playing with torn ACL. Like, exactly. Don't give a fuck. But uh, Jarek McKinnon's sighting though. He did. He got some. He got some work. He had five targets. Caught a touchdown pass. Got a couple carries. That seemed seemed like he was rotating in. Almost. I want to see. In a normal game, when Tevin's out there, you know, got a full week of practice and he's not worried about the air quality. I want to see how that three man works out back there. It's frustrating having a running back by committee, man. There's so many teams that are doing it now. It's it's frustrating as an owner to to see mm-hmm. your guy just be on the bench and you're like, I'm starting you. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, it's. Uh, I'm so glad I don't have any of those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Yeah, I got Tevin in our league in our Sunday Funny League, and I've been thinking about dropping him, man, because he just didn't play. But you know, that's it's yeah. week one. You can't overreact too much yet. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, do you want to talk about? Um, I mean, we talked about um KC 
Um, do you want to talk about the Texans? Yeah. David Johnson looked good, man. He looked fresh out there. Like, he looked like, you know, last year he was th- that back issues and shit. I'm saying top eight running back fantasy-wise. Oh, man, he looked good. We were talking about the entire offseason, though. We I think were. I think th- he he showed out, um, but that was it. I mean, Brandon Cooks did Brandon Cooks things. Yeah, Will Fuller, I mean, he got a lot of targets. He looks to be the, the wide receiver one, quote-unquote, there. I mean, he had 10 targets compared to Brandon Cook's five. I mean, I, I started him in one of my leagues. He did. I mean, he got me a hell of a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, No tutties, but. Went for eight for 112. I mean, he was out there. He was playing well. He's just, it's. I mean, it's the Fuller thing. He's just got to be healthy. Yep, and um, that's it. I mean, it's going to be a long season for D-Watt. There's not that many weapons for him. No. Speaking of that trade, let's just go. We're we're off the Texans. Let's just go over to the the guy they traded for a bag of balls and DJ, which he did look good. Don't get twisted. But DeAndre Hopkins dominated Week One as wide receiver one, dominated the targets. The number one target share in the NFL Week One was DeAndre Hopkins with forty four percent of the target share for Oof. Week One. That is what I'm talking about for hamburger helper mitts. That guy showed out. So well, he almost had a touchdown. Would have made it his week so much more juicier. Um, stopped at the one yard line, but he showed he's that team is dangerous with him out at there at wide receiver one. Kyler Murray looked good. Um, the only Kenyon Drake was, uh, but again, week one vibes. Yeah, he didn't do anything special. He, just, I mean, he did his thing. Sixteen carries, sixty yards in the tidy. I love the six. I, I like the 16 carries. I like that that number. If he keeps getting that 16 to 20 range, he's going to be a dangerous running back. Yeah, and Chase Edmonds got a little more work than I thought he was going to get coming into the season. Just being the way that Arizona used their running backs last year, they basically just used one pretty much the whole time. But, I mean, he still – it was Drake 16 carries and Edmonds 6. So it wasn't like it was like a split or anything. It's just Edmonds was getting some work here and there, which I think is good. You got to keep your boys fresh as long as he just uh, – as long as it doesn't become a 50-50 like running back like committee like yeah. we were talking about. It's still Drake's backfield, I think. I, I, I'm just – I'm so pumped that they're they're throwing it to D-hop, you know, 15 times, you know. Oh, yeah. I think You have to. It, you have to. And, I mean, Christian Kirk was is a shadow – Larry Fitzgerald is obviously we just said he's a coach. It's gonna be a fun team for the studs. I think the Drakes, the Hopkins, and if you did handcuff Edmonds, I think he he's a, he's a good handcuff as well. Um, they're a team that might challenge a playoff spot. I know there's a lot of people that analysts said that they they this is the team to watch. Blah 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 blah. But they look. I mean, week one they showed out. They played great. I, mm-hmm. I'm very pumped for them. I wish I I can't draft quarterback that high, but Kyler Murray looks like a top five fantasy quarterbacks yeah with his rushing he had yeah he put up 91 rushing yards I, mean, I think he would have had over 100 i don't know if you saw when they took the knee they were doing it from the shotgun oh no so every I time he took a knee he was getting negative four negative five yards what a dumb so he dumb. definitely I and mean, he ended with 91 let me see yeah he ended with 91 so and i know they took at least two knees if not another like at halftime it's a 98 oh yeah it's, it's a 98 that's why i think he was he was over 100 at one point but Oh, that's hey, frustrating. Mean, when you get in victory formation, it, it don't matter. My overreaction, though, I'm I have a lot of these guys. Very, very disappointing. Um, they got a W, but very disappointing in the Chargers' offense. It was from a passing perspective. It was very disappointing. I'm saying it with an Eckler perspective. He got some runs. He got some touches. But the standout guy is Josh fucking Kelly. He's a guy that I should have picked up 
as his backup slash Melvin Gordon. I think he is going to be a really good player. And I think Eckler is going to be good, obviously with the passing and stuff like that. But I think Josh Kelly might be the the, the running back they've been wanting and needing um, ever since Melvin Gordon wanted so much money. Yeah, I think he looked really good. Um, you know, I did draft him, and he's still on my team. So, you know, come holler. But I think that 19 carries for Eckler is a good – like, people are saying – Oh, it's like, good. Because he only had one target, one catch. Like, But if you're going to give Eckler 19 carries, and then I think there's just game script. Like, you know, they got up. It's a weird game. It was a weird game, though. It was a weird game. Mike Williams looked good, though. Mike Williams had a lot – he had – they were throwing to him more than throwing to Keenan Allen. Yeah. Keenan Allen had eight targets. Yeah. Mike Williams, nine. Keenan, eight. And Hunter Henry, eight. And then just a couple, like, dump off to some tight ends. And then Eckler had his one. And that was it. I mean, they just didn't – Tyrod only threw it 30 times. He only completed 16 passes. So it wasn't like he was throwing that great. He did not look polished, man. No. I, I don't – That was a miss on the on the DK lineup for sure. Yeah, don't we'll we'll talk we'll talk about fly eagles fly in a little bit, uh-huh. but uh, th- I mean, do you start the rookie here soon? I mean, both. I don't think so. That's why I think, it, like you said, it's an overreaction to the offense. I think it's just the g- way the game was. It wasn't a high scoring game. You know, they were never out of the game. They were never leading by a lot. So they were just running the ball, just doing their thing. They didn't have to do anything special. And that's Anthony Lynn football. I think that uh, that just seems like Anthony Lynn, like. It's a, it's like a Ron Rivera, yeah, Ron Rivera, Anthony Lynn, any of these defensive coaches, mind like uh, Zimmer, they yep. don't give a shit about the offense. They, I mean, they they'll win sixteen to three or thirteen, like they don't give a shit or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna. This is a big game for them versus the Chiefs next. I, I'm gonna be interested to see if they can. I mean, their defense looked good. Um, yeah, it wasn't they got bad, some studs, especially without Derwin James. Ah, oh, God, that hurts them so much. But yeah. All right, I just want to throw that out there. I had Eckler um, starting, and he hurt me. I mean, that's like a overreaction out in Cleveland, too. I mean, the the OBJ, the Baker thing, that's a story for another time. But, like, the running backs, like uh, Nick Chubb, like, he didn't have a big game. People were like, oh, is because uh, Kareem Hunt outscored him. It's like, is Kareem Hunt going to be the guy now, or is Chubb going to be the guy? I mean, we're watching the game right now as we're recording, and Chubb's already got a touchdown. So it's like, you know. Like, it's just week one. You can't overreact too much. You can't look into things too much, too crazy, but you just got to keep an eye on it. But when I start Eckler over Carson, I see Carson do his thing. It really hurt me where I'm like, all right, Eckler. I need, yeah. I, come on. And come then, on, Eckler. Plus, then James Conner goes down with the ankle injury on Monday night. Let's, can we talk about – let's talk about Pittsburgh. Um, your juju take might be a great take. Um, Deontay Johnson also looked really good, though, yep. too. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a fun team, though. Um, Chase, Chase Claypool, I'm not saying the first half of the season, but the second half of the season, he might be that DK, you know, when DK went like turn the corner, I think Claypool might be that guy. Um, I'm not saying pick him up right now. Um, he's probably a a two to four receptions, a game type guy right now, 20 to 60 yards, depending if he can catch a long bomb or not. Um, but if there's an injury that goes down, they're super pumped by him, but Mm-hmm. That team is a fun team to watch. Minus James Conner going down with another injury that we fucking talked about. It bothered me so much, dude. I was just starting to like him. I was starting to come around on him. I actually, I only got him on. I think I got him on two teams, so I didn't get too much ownership. Thank God, because like man, he's just every time he's getting hurt, and then he's done for the game. And then I think today he practiced in full. It's like three, four days later, you're practicing in full. But you can't finish the game that you're out there with like two days later with your boys, like trying to put 
points up, you know, score, win for your team, and you just can't come back. Like, that's it's so weird to me. And then now everybody's nutting over Benny, which he played really well. He did look good. He, he lost. I, I couldn't. I didn't realize it was Benny Snell for a little bit. He lost. He had to lose 20 pounds. He was a big, bigger back, kind of like not fleet of foot. He changed the way he ran from last year. I've, mm-hmm. Last year, what he averaged, I think, 3.2 yards a carry. He was averaging 6.7 this game. He looked like a whole different back. He really intrigued me, but that bothered me even more because those yards, I think James Conner's a better running back than him. Yeah, and at this those point. yards were his, at this point, those yards were his. He would have had a great game. And he, him and the coaches decided not to be right. Two two days later, now he's practicing full with full pads, full everything. And it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. either you're being super cautious or you're giving us, you know, you're giving the media some, some juice and you're not playing next week anyways. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Um, we talked about it before, but Pittsburgh Steelers in general, they look good. Um, they got a lot of weapons. Deontay Johnson, defense Juju Smith. nasty, too. Their chance of winning the Super Bowl solely depends on their defense, and they look great. Granted, they lost two offensive linemen the first week with season-ending injuries. That's tough. But Mike Tomlin's, a, I think, top five uh, NFL coaches, and I think he's just gonna keep rolling with that. Yeah. But their defense is nasty. I mean, you got Mika Fitzpatrick, you got um, the Watt, you got um, Dupree. You, the guys were all over the place. They made Daniel Jones look. He held on to the ball way too fucking long to begin with. Um, but Saquon had what six yards rushing. Oh yeah, he got he got bottled up quick by their defense. I think he had 15 carries and didn't do shit with them. Well, I mean, he couldn't do anything. They were. Oh, yeah, they were in the backfield every play. There's three people in the, the backfield every single time. Mm-hmm. And so that's an overreaction where you think Saquon's done. No, look at the fucking tape. It's not him at all. I, he could call, he caught the ball, which he had the most targets of the of them, and it's good because Evan Ingram sucks. Um, Darius Slayton's good. And see, I don't, see, I think Evan Ingram, he, I mean, he had seven targets. Come on, bro. Third we didn't do team. nothing with him, though. Yeah, we didn't but, do nothing with I mean, him. So he, play, he plays tight end, and he's going against – Make a Fitzpatrick, you know that. I mean, tight ends cover or the safeties cover the tight ends pretty often. Make a Fitzpatrick's, I would say, top five safety in the league. If you got him covering, he's fucking powing the entire time. I watched him, dude. He he reminds me of Ebron a lot. Where like, you get him off his game, and all of a sudden he's he's pouting, he's bitching, he's moaning. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I've. I mean, I have him both two of my leagues, so mm-hmm. I was just kind of salty how it, it went down. But I think it's the same thing, like along the Hayden Hurst thing. Like he only had five targets, three catches, thirty-eight yards for the Falcons. You know, he was he was talked up a lot this offseason. But that's but that's him though. Like we don't really we we were we were banking on Hayden and be somebody else that he wasn't. Like Evan Ingram, when he played, he balled out. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like he was playing against a good, de- like what top two, three defense in the league, and then you got your top, your top five tight ends in the league. Tommy Evan Ingram is not a top five tight end in the league. Watch where he's getting drafted in fantasy. <laughs> well, that's your mistake, not mine. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like ain't hurt. He, I mean, he played against Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, obviously, we already talked. He's a monster out there. So. I don't think that's like an overreaction. Don't overreact on Hayden Hurst. I've seen him. I've seen him dropped in two leagues. Evan Ingram, if you don't step up, I'm dropping your ass. I'm not even trading your ass. I'm dropping your ass in both my leagues. Yeah. Make, Next up, make a statement. Speaking of bad tight ends, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gronkowski had what two receptions? Yeah. Uh, I, that's gonna be. That's like a tight end by committee over there. That team looked flustered and awful the entire time. 
But yeah, Tom Brady, I mean, he looked, he made some good throws here and there, but he did not look like, I don't know, he just didn't look comfortable. He looked better than Breeze, though. Breeze looked like water pistol. I, uh, if Taysom Hill doesn't start by the week 10, I'll be very surprised. Come on, Drew Breeze is not sitting on the bench. I'm just, I mean, dude, he literally, I think it was 15 passes to 20 passes that were, I think, less than 10 yards. That's their offense nowadays. They don't really, they don't go deep. I mean, who's their deep threat? It's not, Michael Thomas not a deep guy. Emmanuel Sanders not a deep guy. Uh, they got, what, Deontay Harris, Traycon Smith. I mean, they're both going to be out next week. At least uh, Michael Thomas is. Yeah, so Emmanuel's got to step up. But I think that's just more for Kamara and Latavius. So they're going to lean on the run a little more and then get Kamara more in the passing game. He had, I mean, he had eight targets. That was the lead on the team yeah you're right i mean they played a really good i mean you had marshawn Lattimore. you had uh janoris jenkins has been around like every other team but he's a good quarterback as well tom brady threw they uh, bruce arians threw him under the bus but then he looked at the film and said it was mike evans fault but the pick six was un unexcusable that was a bad toss um that's very on tom brady like but my sit him for mike evans was a fucking good pick dude a really good pick. He got a freak, like a fluky tight a touchdown thing, but yeah, one catch, two yards, and one touchdown. Like, I mean, that's not that's not what you want on Mike Thomas when he's in your lineup. Or yeah, Mike Evans. Sorry, I got you. No, but Mike Evans, he would piss me off if I owned. I haven't owned him since he was young, young. But he 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 throws up goose eggs like that sometimes, and then he'll be godlike. And mm -hmm. if if that's your wide receiver one two, it's like. He, it's so hard, Derry Kill type guy, but without the excitement, he just big. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, and now Godwin, Godwin's got a concussion. He's probably not gonna play this week. So I mean, Evans is gonna be fucking pepper with targets this week. Like, like you said, it's up and down with Evans. Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller. He says Scotty Miller. I'm telling Scotty Miller is gonna have double digit fantasy points week two. Mark it down right now. Yeah, very well. Good. Definitely. Godwin for sure is out, and Scotty's number two there. He's gonna play Godwin didn't practice today. Godwin didn't practice. Today. He might be in, but no. I mean, if you get diagnosed with a concussion, on I think he got diagnosed or was that Monday? Out, it was like Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, that's not good. No. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's late in the week already, and yeah, I mean, concussions are usually you're almost out for the next game at this point in the NFL. That's what was nervous to me, though, is is um, seeing what Tom Brady did with Randy Moss um, and then seeing what he did with this roster. His arm talent is not the same. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it will get there. I think the, the once we get some playbook done, I mean, play, I mean, this is these dudes' first live action. Like, they've been playing each other in scrimmage, but this, is a, this was a real game versus another real team for actual win or loss. I think Mike Evans is a Kelvin Johnson type guy, though, is if they throw it up, he can make a move. I mean, look at Johnny fucking football, Manziel, um, made him fucking, well, make a lot of money, then lose a lot of money because he's a bum. Yeah. But um, Mike Evans is that guy. I just wish, week one, it's fine. Week one's fine, but uh, they look very bad. Mm -hmm. what, uh, anyone else you want to talk about from week one before we uh, jump over to week two action here? Um. Not really. Everybody else looked pretty good. Um, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees had a lot of fucking targets. Bobby Trees. Um, his first half was insane. And then Jerry Goff didn't want to fucking start, like, throw it to him in the second half, yep. which is ridiculous. The Dallas Cowboys, same. I mean, they were. Uh, they look good. That, I think that's going to be a fun game. It's going to be Dallas and Atlanta this weekend. I think I saw the over-unders at, like, 50, 
53 or 54 right now. Like, Yep, I got Matt Ryan as a quarterback, and I have Ben Roethlisberger. I, I, I had Ben Roethlisberger starting first week, and then I, I'm switching it now because I think it's going to be a shootout. Yep. I think it's in – is it in Dallas, I think, too? I believe you are correct. It is yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, I think yep. it's, it's going to be a fun game. Um, No, I really have nothing to talk about week one. It was a good week. A lot of the older guys struggled. Phillip Rivers. Uh, Colt, we'll talk about Colts in Jacksonville if you want a little bit, but they struggled. Um, yeah, no Marlon Mack out there. Marlon Mack, Torn Achilles. Um, it's Jonathan Taylor. Everyone wanted Jonathan Taylor to mm-hmm. show everybody. Naheem Hines coming up. Well, I'll have him, bro. If you want him, come get him. Uh-huh. But uh, that's about I mean, it. Um, everybody struggled with a new team besides Cam Newton. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. It seemed like the guys on the new teams – or, you know, maybe new coaches and whatnot just didn't vibe as much just being their first game, like live action. I know they scrimmage each other during preseason, but it's still just scrimmage versus your own team. And kickers sucked. It was weird. <laughs> like, it was like, you know, like they had like eight, eight to, I think, I think eight or nine miss it field goals. Oh, Goskowski had five of them himself. And they kept rolling them out there. Like, you guys don't have a backup kicker. Like, obviously, this guy doesn't have it. Like, right. hello. Just go for it. You got Derrick Henry, but he can kick better. Yeah. Um. Again, all, all the big studs look good. Devonte Adams look great. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers coming back from the dead a little bit too. That that was fun to watch. He said a big fuck you to Jordan Love. Like, uh, hello. <laughs> right. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. What's my name? Um. Yeah. They look good. Week one was fun. I mean, as a fantasy per uh owner, I think a lot of people showed out. Obviously, I have Eckler and Connor, and like they didn't, but. I can't complain. You know, a lot of the a lot of the guys that should showed out showed out, and that's all I want in fantasy. And then you got to do your little hustle work with the guy, like the second or third string guys from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have picked up Benny Snell now in the waiver wire. So you do what you got to do after week one. You, on the other hand, you had uh, you said Rugs would do good. Rugs looked good. He got a little injured, but he looked great. Yeah, I think without that injury, he would have had a lot better game. He had that big play. I think what's that that play he got hurt on that big play that he almost yeah. scored. And he was yes. I mean he was inches away. If he scores that touchdown, I mean he's having a, a way better fantasy game. But he, yeah. he looked good he, out there. Uh, I like how he came back too. He didn't sit out the rest of the game. What he didn't James Conner that shit. He came back for his squad. No. He did. He's not practicing as much this week, but that just means that he's going to play Sunday. Um especially if he came back. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh do you want to talk about Philly and D-Jax not really playing at all? Yeah, that was weird like and then they came out and said his snaps are going to increase week to week. It's like, hey, hey, Doug Peterson, hey, there's a lot of fucking money involved with fucking your team, and you go and pull that shit after the game and after you get upset by the worst football team that doesn't even have a fucking name. Doesn't even have a fucking name. It's called the Washington Football Team because they don't have a fucking name. And you just you want to you want to say, oh, our best wide receiver that we have on our roster right now, who's not injured. We're just gonna snap cut. We're gonna we're gonna like ease them back into football play. So, but weird. we're gonna do it after week one. Like we're gonna. We're, oh, I just I'm gonna tell you that after week one. Go fuck yourself, dude. We we put our names into this to, to draft him, pick him up, put him, start him, do what you gotta do, and you go and fucking put him a snap count for barely anything. Yo, go fuck yourself in your fucking visor. You know what I mean? <laughs> the visor. That's just funny. God damn it. That pissed me off more. That bothered me. That because bo- same amount of targets as Greg Ward. Like that. That shouldn't be real. Like Deshaun Jackson's a better receiver than Greg Ward at any point in his career. Why is it getting the same amount of targets? Why is Greg Ward getting that? Like get Deshaun out there, make plays. Like you got to win the game. Fucking lost to Washington, like you said, man. 
Dallas Goddard and Zach Gertz, yeah, they balled out. They each got a tutty. Dallas Goddard had 100 yards. But these dudes aren't big plays. Like, these aren't big threads. You got to move that ball down the field. You got to win, you know. You got to win the field. I don't know. It was just we- it was you weird. Gotta question- you got to question a quarterback, dude. Carson Wentz is very questionable in some plays. He takes a lot of fucking sacks. He doesn't give the ball away. He misses some open targets sometimes. Like, you have to have a sure-handed long threat, and this is where he makes his career. He's Ted Ginn. On, he's Ted Ginn who can catch. You know what I mean? Like, Ted Ginn's dropped more 40-yard bombs, and DJX caught all the all them plus whatever he's caught, and then some. I'm talking out of my ass right now, but DJX is the quintessential long threat of the NFL. He's been that in his entire, entire career. There's nobody else like him. He's, he's a popcorn maker. You know what I mean? Like, you grab popcorn to watch DJX play. And then they go and sit him and put him on. Come on, man. Like, your team has no weapons. Miles Sanders is out. Boston Scott. Fucking Boston Scott. He got hurt what as well. What the fuck? Ha- he got hurt. Come on. We put their, we put our names on the fucking Eagles, and they 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 screwed us so bad. Screwed us so bad, champ. I can't. Ugh. I'm I'll disgusted feel by it. I feel your hate. Let, let's get off a of week one recap, dude. Yeah, let's get let's move on to some God, that pissed me off. Two. I can't believe we talked about Eagles at the last. Yeah, week two. Let's go week two, start them and sit them. This is our segment, week two segment, start them and sit them. Champ, you do the start ems. I'm going to do the sit ems because I'm fucking good at sit ems. I know who to not start. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, if you're so good, man, then let's get it going. You hit me with your first chump of the week. First chump of the week. Do I mean, we talked about it already. Do you, want, do you want me to keep going? This will bother me. I switched it up today. I had another guy. I'm gonna switch it right now. If he's healthy, which I'm a big, if he's healthy and he's starting, sit James Conner this week. Sit him. Yeah. Sit, sit James Conner. He's not. Even if he's healthy, he's not healthy. Right. He's not gonna finish the game. He's not gonna finish the game. But also, it's it's what would bother me before. I saw him on the sidelines and he looked pissed off. But if he's if he's fully healthy. Two to three days after that whole debacle, I think he. I'm not saying he could. He he should have played at least. Right. Have a helmet at least play again. One like one at least try. Yeah, he wasn't even like limping hard or anything. No, um, he is my my sit him. Um, but I, I'll put another guy in there that um I'm gonna put and just talk about. I that was kind of like a layup. I was gonna <laughs> sp- spur the moment. Um, DJ Moore. Sit DJ Moore this week. Sit DJ Moore this week. What are they playing? They are playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. What I think about DJ Moore, Tampa Bay has a good defense. I don't think it's DJ Moore as much less as Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is not that good of a quarterback when it comes to fantasy and when it comes to... Um, he's good at winning games. It seems like, like you know what I mean. Like he's kind of a, a makeshift winner, which is weird to say. But with Matt Rule and that offense, Robbie Anderson looked. He had a long bomb. More power to you. I I was very disappointed in DJ Moore and how he looked on Week One. And I'm gonna say it's gonna follow in Week Two. He might um change it, but I think he's gonna be a ten to. Eight point wide receiver the rest of the season. It really hurts me to say this because he was my first wide receiver I picked, but it it is not looking good for me. I I don't think he's that good anymore. I I don't I don't think with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm hopping off real quick, real quick. It it didn't look good. 
Kamish. Okay. It did not look okay. good. I hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm definitely sitting him week two. Um, he's on my bench. I have him on my team on both my teams. He's on my bench on both my teams. Um, and one te- and one I don't even need to put him on bench. I I mean I I have to put him on bench here. It's it's not looking good. I'm hopefully I'm wrong, but as of now he is on my bench. Uh, DJ Moore is I will I will say ten to eight points. And hey, if you need ten points from DJ Moore, then that's your wide receiver three. Then put him in. Mm-hmm. But he's my wide receiver one, and I can't I can't afford to have just eight to ten points from a wide receiver one. I feel it. I feel it. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to go on the other side of the ball there. I'm going to go with Ronald Jones, running back for the Buck. To start him? To start him, the champ of the week. Bro, I'm fucking going against him this week. Why Ooh, are you saying that? That's tough. Now I got that's him. a tough break for you. Uh, I mean, last week he had 17 carries. He got three targets. Uh, he looked good. He he looked pretty good last week. I mean, he looked like he, he belonged out there. McCoy got a lot more snaps than I thought, but I think that was more based that they were losing a little bit and they were just kind of playing catch-up mode, you know, Brady threw that pick six. It wasn't good. So they had to play catch up a little bit. So that's why I think McCoy got some snaps. Uh, I'm not expecting that week again. Not expecting that this week versus Carolina. I think this is a game that Tampa Bay should win and will win. It's in Tampa Bay. Carolina, they gave up three touchdowns to Josh Jacobs last week. He balled out versus them. Going back to last year, everybody balled out against Carolina. Their first-round pick, Derek Brown, just, I mean, one guy's not going to solve that whole defense. So And Fournette only had five carries last week. He's still learning that playbook. He's still learning the offense. I think in the weeks to come, he might be some eating into Ronald Jones' workload. But, man, I think it's another 15-plus carry week for Ronald Jones. And I don't see why he can't get in the end zone this week against that terrible Carolina defense. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I like that. That's a good call. Um, do you think Leo – I mean, they didn't – I mean, they got Leo for nothing. So that's the thing that bothers me about that is they don't have to they – no, they have no investment in him. If he doesn't know the plays, like, dude – that's I think I think in the weeks to come he's gonna get more involved and it's gonna be maybe like a, a split type like San Fran last year or like the Ravens or something where it's gonna be they're gonna use both guys to keep them fresh. So both I think they're both okay running backs. I mean as much as I bashed on Leo, I think he's he's okay. He's been a shit team and whatnot. But I think he just gotta learn. He's gotta get in rhythm. You know, Brady likes his likes his guys to block for him. He likes to know the ghost guys. Arians likes to have Good running back out there. So I think in the weeks to come, Fortnite is going to be more into the work against Ronald Jones, but not this week, not yet. And I think you got to take advantage of these these starts with Ronald Jones right now. All right, you need another sit him? Yeah, let me get chump number two. Chump of week two is, um, you guys got to sit him, is Melgo, Melvin Gordon. Okay, I like that versus Pittsburgh. Uh, we've seen what, quote unquote, the freak and the best athlete and the running back position, not named Christian McCaffrey. What happened to him after Pittsburgh manhandled um, Saquon Barkley? Melvin Gordon up. Gordon is going against the best defense in the NFL right now, in my opinion. And I think it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Melvin Gordon is not Saquon. Um, he can catch the ball, but he can't catch. He can't get. You know, I think it was nine targets for sixty, nine catches for sixty yards, somewhere along those lines. Melvin Gordon's not that guy. He's not gonna run. I'll give you. I'll give you Melgo for forty yards. Um, but they have a Royce Freeman. They got Philip Lindsay's out here with the turf toe. He. I don't think he's gonna play. Mm-hmm. Um, I just if you have you if there's any other option, is Zach Moss. Even if it's Devin Singletary this week, I would start him over Melvin Gordon. I think with this defense being this good, 
He is not going to get double digits. He's not going to even get up to eight points. He is going to get that lowly four to six points for you as a running back two to three. And I think you need to bench him. He is not that good. Um, Drew Locke showed that he was tough. The air raid offense in there with a lot of weapons. KJ Hamler not there. Uh, Corlin Sun hopefully might play. Um, even if he does play, Melvin Gordon is not who he was in the San or the San Diego offense. It was San Diego when he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a sit him for the chump. Chump, chump, sit him, chump, chump. I can get behind that. I actually just acquired Melvin Gordon yesterday in a league. I traded uh, Naheem Hines and Dallas Goddard for Melvin Gordon, and I'm benching him this week, even though I just got him. Well, I mean, get him while he's hot. I mean, there's no – I mean, if you're going to get Hines and Goddard, who are the best – I think yeah. the best games of their Could lives. The, yeah, the best games of the season. I mean, that's a smart play by you. I mean, Melvin Gordon is Melvin Gordon, but I'm saying with the best defense in the NFL, in my opinion – Oh, he's yeah, gonna yeah, he's gonna yeah. be pedestrian numbers. It's uh this funny though. You we went opposites uh last time and I'm going opposite again with my next jump here or my next champ here. I'm going the other side of the ball in the Pittsburgh offense. I'm going Deontay Johnson. Yep. I'm I'm I again I said this last night yes, last week with Deshaun Jackson, but Deontay Johnson looked juicy. I mean, he had ten targets for six for fifty seven, so he didn't have like a crazy game or anything. But those ten targets I mean, Big Ben threw the ball 32 times, and he got 10 targets. That's a 31% target share. Say it again for the people in the back, man. 31%. Juju had six targets for a 19% target share. So, I mean, Juju caught the two touchdowns. So, that's, you know, Juju's got those points. Well, hey, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're saying it right now. Uh, Juju is Antonio Brown, and, and Deontay Johnson is the Juju who had the great fucking season. Like, Deontay Johnson is going to be a stud. James Washington cut that touchdown. So, I mean, if that touchdown goes to Deontay Johnson, we're talking about him in a whole different light. But, I mean, Broncos' defense is – they didn't look that great in the secondary last week. Broncos lost A.J. Bouye to uh, IR, yeah. which is yep. also just, just fucking with me sometimes. When I see these players go on IR, I'm like, what the fuck? They're out half the season. It's three weeks, season. though. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, it's only three weeks. So that's a whole different thing for this season. But anyways, yeah, they lost A.J. Bouye. You know, Chris Harris left in free agency. I think they have – I want to say his name's Callahan is their next corner. He's like a slot corner. I don't think he's be able to – even if he plays, he's probably going to play against Juju. And then you got the uh, the rookie that they drafted. I don't even know how to say the dude's name. It's one of those crazy last names. I'm not even going to try. So I think Deontay Johnson is going to have a, another lot of targets this week, and hopefully he can get in the end zone because that's what you need for the big weeks. But, yeah, man, those 10 targets is nice to see. Speaking of this game, did you like what you saw besides – um, I think it was a drop or two from Jerry Judy. I think he looked pretty good. Um, his route, he would, his route running was, it was, it was insane. He, he shook a lot of veteran guys that it looked pretty easy. Um, that one big drop that he had, I, I'm trying to remember what the, the, I forgot what, what it was like, it was a third down. He was like a slant over the middle. And it was, was a big third open. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he that's the seam there. He could have he could have busted to the crib too. And that's one of those things. I mean, I don't think he's a dropping type guy. He's not like a. Nah. I think he was trying to do too much almost. You know, his first NFL game, Monday Night Football. Your wide receiver one, Cortland Sutton's out. You know, he's trying to he's trying to just. I think he was trying to do too much out there, and he was just in his own head. I think he's gonna, he's gonna come around. He's a guy in the radar though. Like if you um, 
Yeah. If somebody dropped him for some reason, you definitely got to scoop him up. Yeah, like a, like a DK, like the second half, the second half rookies is a real thing. Like when they start finally pick up the offense, finally pick up, or there's injuries involved, like Corlin Sun, like mm-hmm. you're now wide receiver one. You know what I mean? Like that shit can happen. It's when they um, start when they start playing ball again. You know, like they didn't cut. They were out there just playing ball. They weren't thinking, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. It just comes second nature to them, and then they're out there just balling out. Yep. Um, do you have any other stardom and sit-ems? No more champs and chumps for this week. We do got some uh, some champs and chumps of the DK lineup. So now we're going to do our week two DK lineup. Um, after Thursday, we were looking good. Oh. Champ, we, did we were look looking good. real good. And then Fly Eagles Fly wanted to fucking butt <laughs> fuck us right in the middle of our damn thing. We were making gonna we were gonna make money. We honestly were gonna make some money. Yeah. And god damn it. The, what bothers me more than anything is how convincing we were about DJX. I mean, it was it wasn't just us. I mean it was there's a lot of people talking up DJX and then they just didn't play him and I think that's what that's what hurts you in the end. You learn you learn. All right, let's get a let's get a, a DK in. Let's go uh we're gonna go uh pick our lineup. You're gonna start because you're the best. We're gonna <laughs> We're going to pick a lineup for DraftKings, um, Daily Fantasy Sports, baby. Um, yep. So no uh, no Battle of Ohio, no Browns or Bengals because they are playing right now. So obviously, we can't put them in our lineups. But I'm going to start it off. I'm just going to take the top spot quarterback here. And this kind of blew me away a little bit when I was looking. QB 14. Okay, QB 14 in DraftKings this week, according to their prices. So QB 14 in DraftKings salary, for some odd reason, down here is Kyler Murray. 6,100 this week. No, he's salary. not. Playing against the Washington football team in Arizona at home. And don't get me wrong, Washington defense was a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Their uh, defensive line looked pretty good. They got a lot of first-round picks there, Chase Young. He looked pretty good, but I mean, Kyler Murray looked even better last week. And this week, he gets to play at home versus a not as better team than San Fran was last week. Those those rushing yards, that's a great floor. Like I said, he would have had a hundred yards if not for the kneel downs, I believe. So I mean, it's just a great floor to have that rushing quarterback. And Kyler's one of those dudes that can just pop off any point, especially now with D Hop there. He just I mean, he took notes from Deshaun Watson, just feed Hopkins all day. Oh, I mean, all day. All day. I'm going to go along with what you already said. Um, I'm going to follow Sue here. Even though I'm going against him, uh, at 5200 bucks, let's play him. Ronald Jones against Carolina. 5200 bucks is going to be one of our running backs this week. Um, like you said before, he's going to be solid. He had, what, 16 touches? 16 carries? 17 carries. I think two catches, maybe three. If he has the same amount, he's going to get a touchdown this week. Yep. Just got to get him in the end zone. Yep. All right, I'm going to take another, the other onesie position here in the tight end, and I'm going to go with Jared Cook, 5,300. Um, I think with Michael Thomas sitting out with that ankle injury and Emmanuel Sanders is the next guy up by receiver, but I mean, Jared Cook had a, a solid week last week. Yeah, seven targets, five catches, 80 yards last week. I think he's going to be the red zone guy going forward without Michael Thomas. You know, they need that big body guy in the end zone. I think Jared Cook could be that guy. And they're playing the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Feels like Drew Brees just always balls out on Monday Night Football for some reason. So I'm going to get a piece of that in Jared Cook. I like that. Wide receiver here. I'm going to do it right now. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go for it. It's going to be a lot of tension on Devontae Adams in this um, Green Bay versus Lions matchup. I think Alan Lazard is going to be the second 
of this group. They're going to put so much juice on Devontae Adams. Lions have nobody. Justin Coleman's out. Um, Trufant's out. I think Akuda's supposed to be back this week, but... Supposed to be back as a rookie who's never played. And he's going to be on Adams if he plays anyways. What is this? A cool, uh, I want to put... Yeah, we're going to go Lazard here as our wide receiver. Okay, 5,300. God, let's go, let's go with him. I think, I mean, any Green Bay wide receiver against Detroit this week is good. Um, I I might want to switch that and go straight for the money and get Devontae Adams there because he might just unbelievably get those, what, 15 targets. I No, I'm I'm switching Lazard. I don't like that. Nope, we're not doing it anymore. All right. Um, you going for the big dog and Adams, number one receiver? Yeah, I'm going number one receiver. We're going to have to play with that. Let's do That's it. That's just what we're going to have to do. I think Devontae Adams is the guy. Come on. I like it. I'll grab another receiver here since we got filled so many. Uh, I'm going to go down to my boy T.Y. Hilton. Like it. 5,700. Playing against Minnesota, who just got shredded by the Rodgers and uh, the Packers, who you're just talking about. I mean, Lazard and MVS went off against them. So if T.Y. Um, tied Campbell for the team leading targets, I think you know he's building that chemistry with Rivers. I think this is a game that he could definitely have a big one. Yeah, I, I love it. I love that pick. Um, with that, um, with I'm going to go with a running back here. Uh, we have Rojo. I think Zach Moss proved himself as being a quality running back. I think... He's a go- their goal line threat, and they're playing a weak ass Miami, um, where obviously the goal line threat last week was Cam Newen. I think Zach Moss is going to be that. I know Josh Allen is there; he's very similar to Cam Newen. But to save Josh Allen's head, save Josh Allen from fumbling all the time, give the ball to Zach Moss, and I'm going to put him in our lineup. I like that. I like Moss a lot, especially moving forward. Uh, I had the same carries as Singletary but Singletary I think had another catch more more catch than him but Moss got the touchdown so with the catch though too right I think Zach yeah it was his his uh touchdown was a reception yep yeah in the red zone he was in there pretty much the whole red zone trip he looked great they he looked great I like I like I think they're the Bills look good I mean they did Josh Allen looked great too I mean he had fumbled a couple times but that's all right It's, it's knucklehead knuckleheads will be knuckleheads um, let me look here. Got fourteen thousand eight hundred left. That's on just under five grand per player. We got three players left. But one of those is a defense. You know they're cheaper. We can get one probably in the low the low sixes here. Man, this is tough. This is a tough one. You know what? I think we gotta do, Mr. Hollywood himself. Ooh! We're gonna fill that flex with or not a flex. Uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver. I'm third wide receiver spot here. In Hollywood Brown. Playing against Houston, let's do it. We got we got a flex left, and we got a defense left. We got eight thousand six hundred left. Probably get a flex in the five six thousand range, five thousand yeah. range. You know, so might have to go back and switch it up a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. All right, I got a guy. I got a guy for us. What we fell in this flex with? We just talked about him, baby. Oh, okay. Who'd that be? So you you got our guy who looked better. Then Juju himself, Deontay Johnson at forty five hundred bucks. Ooh, forty five. Hunter Renfro is above him. Oh, Frank Gore is above him. What is going on? I'm putting at Deontay Johnson. 
versus Denver as a guy that might be their best wide receiver in that position. We have remaining balance of 4100 bucks to get a fucking defense. We're hey, looking who's good. Who's the best defense in the league? I mean you I mean you name it. We got I mean we got Steelers right there at 3800. That's where I'm going. That's where we're going, man. We're going Steelers all the way at home versus Denver. Hell yeah, we starting the Steelers. I think that's a great lineup. It's a great lineup. We got Kyler Murray, Ronald Jones, Zach Moss, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, Hollywood Brown, Jared Cook, Deontay Johnson, and the Steelers defense. Still got 300 left over, but we don't even need it. We don't need no money. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, folks, put this in. I promise you, this was not the, the Deshaun Jackson guarantee here. This is something different. I think we're going to be great. At this week two lineup, DFS will win you money here. I promise you. Uh, import to anything you want. I think we're going to be in the big money when it comes to this lineup. I'm telling you. Kyler Murray? Woo! Oh, man. I couldn't believe That was the first thing I looked at was quarterbacks, and I saw him all the way down there. I thought it was a typo, man. Jesus. I thought there was a backup like named K. Murray or something. <laughs> week two. This is going to be us, guys. We're going to be talking about week one, week two. We're going to be talking about recast. We're going to talk about DFS. We're going to talk about stardom and sinums. This is going to be our fun. This is we got all season. All season, we have so much shit to talk about. We're breaking these up into two fucking episodes a week because there's so much juice to be drank. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, you hit it right in the head, man. You know, obviously it's our first season going through this, so we're working the kinks out. We're gonna get the the episodes out. We're gonna get the info to you. We're gonna get our takes out to you. You know, just stay tuned. We're here for the long haul. Long haul, baby. Good luck to everybody. Week two. Um, I did a lot better than obviously Champ did. Um, let's just keep the the W's rolling, folks. Just one one week at a time, brick by brick. Win your fucking league. Chances, come on, man. We got this. Let's do our damn thing. Good luck. Week two, we'll be back at you next week. Holla at us. Peace. Peace.